Well, good morning, Detroit. How you doing on a Saturday morning? Talking biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Paul Benzman along with Peter Perlman and our cast of characters. How you doing, Peter? Am I allowed to speak now? I, no, I've been no, waiting. no, 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 no. This says, is a day I'm well, waiting for. Let me finish. Hold on a sec. I said good morning. <laughs> I like Shut I up. Said, am I allowed I'll to talk? You say what he, happens he, here? He is on a no-caffeine Saturday. So wrong, all you folks who wrong, get, get wrong. he can't wait, have caffeine this morning. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. wait, wait, he, wait. Now, you have oh. a box of coffee, I know. Oh. Well, who donated that box? Another listener. Well, who's Rochelle? You know, she's taking good care of me. Wow. She listens to this show. She knows that I'm. A she caffeine. likes you on caffeine. She does. And uh, she likes you on last caffeine. Last Saturday yes. before yeah. we went, she says, "This is the pre-Eaton Academy Award." Wow. <laughs> so we, wow. Tony, and I, I already gave Tony a sample so that he could at least. Tony, how was the new coffee? How do you rate it? I would say it's a good. Eight or nine out of ten. It's a good blend. Well, it's, I don't it's drink coffee. It's a Pacific coffee. Bold. It's, 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 it's Pacific. Pacific. You have to be in the Pacific, Pacific Ocean to drink bold. that stuff. Certified fair trade. Like well, you know what, uh, Peter? I think, you, I think you should now. go have a cup with R. Kelly this afternoon. Ooh. <laughs> he needs to be calmed down a little bit. That that boy's a little upset. Man, do you see that interview? Which that one interview? of the many? Man, which one of the many interviews? Listen. Where, hold on. Hold on. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do everything for these people. I gave like them that. everything they wanted. I don't <laughs> you know what's wrong. I'm glad you're not drinking coffee. That's okay. But <laughs> and no, now it's, the listen, it's, it's second the, show. It's the bank's fault. Oh, of course it he, is. He put money in a new account. They froze it for 14 years. Right. And he couldn't get a check to the kids. You know. Unbelievable. I, I don't even want to hear about but it. he doesn't deny that Wait, he had these young women. He are we doesn't the arts deny and it. entertainment channel all of a sudden? No, well, i got to talk about R. Kelly. I, I, I was, <laughs> his music was part of my life. I bet it up. was. So, I bet it you know, was. And, and so, you know, R. Kelly, um, yes. you know, he's, he's a troubled man. But we'll save him. What are you looking at me? He's a tr- he, uh, uh, see, uh, when he's not on coffee, so R. Kelly, you know, let's turn up the mics. Let's start in R. Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Let's early in the say, you know, this is news and this is information. Breaking news and, here and at hear about Radio this. Media. So we got R. Kelly, you know, he's not denying what he did, okay? What? He's hanging himself on TV that he has had relationships with younger women. Uh, they've and all come out. He alleges they're all over the age of 18. 12. So anyways, <laughs> but but he's, he says he admitted on the show that he does need to seek help. Since and when? Last night. Did you watch the interview? He, he said he, he said he wants to seek help. He did. He came out and so said he seeks help. So how many more women are coming over to help? Well, let me, let me defend him because, uh, you know, Mark Garagos is now his new attorney. Okay. He got out there and he said they don't have any substantial evidence proving anything so far. They have not showed him any evidence. They have not done any evidence. Yes, they, they saw videotapes of, of Barney in the room and all these videotapes of minors. But at the end of the day, there's no evidence. The fact is, is that you've got a troubled man here. You've got a, a guy who's illiterate. You've got a guy who's the system. The system failed him. Oh, boy. Look at, look at this. I'm the attorney. I, look, look, the look, system look, look, failed I, him. I no, this. no, no. So anyways... This guy Did is going to be in big trouble. for a guy that no. doesn't drink coffee? How about the dude from the uh, TV show in Chicago that made those false reports? Another bad one. Mm-hmm. Boy, I wonder if him and R. Kelly well, did a double room. You know, The Simpsons have been on for 30 years. Only one episode now has been shelved. Yeah. The R. Kelly one. No. The one with Michael Jackson. 
They can't. They shelved it. Um, you picking on Michael? And they won't run it. Listen, listen. It's, it's what is be going on with all this? Well, what I like about R. Kelly, oh, we're back it's, to Kelly. It's I just taking, want I thought I got him second. off the table. It's taking the news channels off Trump. Yeah, that's <laughs> so exactly it's, it's what it's political. doing. It's not political. It's so giving you us kind of wonder news. who paid for this. Well, yeah, it's the North Korean government. That's right. Um, yeah, R. Kelly. They're going to have a a resort in North Korea. It's going to be our president. It's going to be R. Kelly. They're all going to have a resort, and you know what? You can't get asylum from there. So North Korea is the new hotspot for maybe they'll ship Kwame Kilpatrick over there for the remainder of his term. Don't even get into any of this other stuff because this is not the news channel. But R. Kelly this is, is a victim. The, this is He's not a the victim. political commentary He's channel. He's a victim of circumstance. A circumstance. Circumstance. Sounds like I've been on coffee this morning. I'm so proud of you. You know, it's <laughs> good to get up glad in the morning. we had this time together. He, you know, I think we need the music channel, too. I really do. Do I have to sing? No. For what, your supper? Well, we should do a music channel of all the convicted musicians, all the rappers. That channel would be filled. Well, you know? You know, I'm getting word from Kelsey that we need to start with Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, no, no. Don't, it's, the guy's dead. Come on now. Dead. Dead as a doornail. Anyways, let's go about R. Kelly. He can be the first one. Live from Folsom Prison. Well, R. John, Kelly. now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. We've had all kinds of entertainers... Um, Go, go to Hader, yeah, yeah, okay. Go, go to Hader, as they yeah, say. You yeah. know, they don't know what we're talking about, but it sounds yeah. good. Jail, guys. Go to All jail. Right. Yeah, we're going to flip subjects. Since you're on the criminal scene, I'm going to give you a story that happened in Southfield, Michigan. You ready for this one? Okay, give All us right. the news. Police made, a f- made four arrests after they responded to an assault in a pharmacy. Yep. You know, the police were dispatched to the pharmacy uh, on Greenfield and won't tell them the exact location. However, Greenfield 10 mile. Yeah, well, that's all right. Okay. And they reported of an employee being insulted by four customers around 5.30 at night. That now, wasn't me. The investigation was revealed Kelly that in the, town? No, wait. Okay. The investigation revealed that the four allegedly assaulted the poor employee because what they were looking for was out of stock. Now. Trojans. Police. Police said all four suspects punched, scratched, beat the employee, causing multiple injuries. Not life-threatening. However, they were all arrested. Do we have the name of those people? After we're they, looking they for first people fled for the MMA scene. matches. They all fled the scene, and yeah. then they were all arrested. Now, what I'm trying to figure out in all this they craziness fled in a moped. is we're out of stock on an item. Okay. And you beat the poor employee to a pulp? What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. What, what do you mean? Damn employee's job to keep that shelf filled. Boy, oh boy, you know. Paul's Paul. average Friday. Oh, I tell you, Paul is <laughs> hey, really. He, he should have just, you Paul, know what? You're, you're really struggling here this We're morning. We're going to get R. Kelly a release job at that pharmacy. Should we go to the day in history? Because i got to switch gears with you somehow. Today in history. Go ahead. Do you remember Pancho Vila? Who, what, to what? Pancho Vila. That was a Mexican restaurant next to Taco Bell, yeah. Pancho Vila. Yeah, it was, back in 1916. Do you remember when they pulled up the truck? No. Good, because we didn't have it then. Okay. Anyway, uh, do you remember the President Woodrow Wilson at that time? Yes, I did. So Wilson Dude. didn't even like Pancho Villa. Yeah. However, at the end of the day, um, when Mexico was going through all these wonderful things and Pancho Villa attacked the border town in beautiful Columbus, New Mexico. I remember that. Everybody went beautiful nuts. Yeah. And then time goes on, and all of a sudden, what does uh, Wilson have to do? Doesn't like the new guy that's going to be President of Mexico? He's got to go back to the peasant, Pancho Villa. And make a marriage. How about that? Little history there. Little our, history. our Kelly was more exciting. All right, all right. 1959. How about 1959? Yeah. This product, this product, this product came onto the market. 
1959? 1959. Came on the Silly market. Silly putty. Wait a minute. It was 11 inches tall. 11 inches is tall. 11, 11 right. inches is pretty big. Oh, uh, and, tall. Okay. And was first displayed at the American Toy Fair in New York City. Today, Barbie. still one of the... Yes. Okay. Very good. 1966, this one said, it's already been done. Who was the actor and the comedian? It's already been done? Mm-hmm. I mean, give me a second. What year was that? Oh, no, no. no. Would you take his hands away from that damn no, computer? It's not on that. Okay, I'm reading 19, more R. Kelly's letters. Yeah, I know you are. I got playing solitaire, email. okay? Yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah. what he told me when he came in the studio, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 1966. 66. I was six years old. He said it was already, he, his comment was, it's already been done. Okay. What kind of character was it that said Comedian it's been done? Comedian actor. Oh, it's been already done. Yeah, it's been done. Who is it? Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Durante. Who knows? George Burns. Close. One of the same guys George from the same era. George Burns. George Burns. Born yes. Nathan Birnbaum in New York City. Okay. By the time he was 13, he and a friend started a dance academy. Obviously. And he started to grow and grow and grow. Okay. You know, when they first asked George Burns about dying, yeah. he said, it's already been done. He said, but I did die, I think, in 1936 on stage. Bada boom, bada bada boom. boom. All right, so, All right, so you want to go to rappers. Kelly. You want to go to rappers, okay? Yes. 1997. Mm-hmm. This gentleman's initials, B I G, is killed in Los Angeles. Yep. What was his real name? Biggie Smalls. Well, Smalls. Biggie Smalls, but yeah. what was his real name? Uh, wait, we got. Real name. Real name, real Biggie name. Smalls is. We uh, have word from the back. His name is Christopher Wallace. Who who keeps looking these things uh, up? No, I'm an angel. <laughs> we, we got a rap fan back there. Angel. Oh, well, it, it, big, it beats Rose. George Burns. Uh, Biggie right. Smalls. You got any birthdays, Hot Chat? Birthdays. Birthdays. It's I got a, birthdays. Yo, you do your birthdays, then I'll All do right. my birthdays. Okay. From Michigan State football, okay. Mark Antonio. Yeah, how's he doing? Born this day, 1956. Beautiful. Now, Baby American Boutier. actress. She played in The Pacifier, Hairspray, Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Brittany Snow. How's Brittany? I don't know. You tell me. Sierra Ramirez, American actress, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and The Fosters and Good Trouble. Wow. Okay. You remember them? Mm-hmm. You remember her at mm-hmm. all? Okay. So. About my birthdays? Yeah, I do. Facebook birthdays? My cousin Josh Kliske is 31 today. Josh, oh, we got and I'll see his dad in a little bit, too. Julie Peven is his birthday today. Julie's a wonderful friend. Good. Timothy Moten, boxer. Timothy Moten, 27 years old. Lori Becker. Lori, happy birthday. 49 today. Jeff Silver, she wanted you nice to guy. tell everybody how old she was, you know. She's she really... says she's not 50 yet. So oh. we got Jeffrey Silverman. Yep. Great guy, Jeffrey. Jeff, Susie Zacks out in Arizona. She's 55. Tammy Govin, my friend on the west side of the state. 43 today. And a gentleman that played a lot of bands, a lot of bar mitzvahs and weddings in the area. Frankie uh, People's Paul. Choice. Frankie People's Paul with Choice. Neil Haber. Neil Haber. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Neil. Neil's a great guy. I know. When I grew up, it was Frankie Paul with the accordion. When you grew up, <laughs> we won't go there. Anyways, it's you a beautiful day today, but the weather's finally breaking in the area. It's been a brutal winter. That cold weather has been terrible. Today we're going to be in the 40s. Next week they say in the 60s. And then we're going to go back to winter. Outside. So don't, 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 don't go crazy I'm here. debating where to go out of town. Do I leave town? Well, I am. I'm going to Ann Arbor. Well, I'm thinking, do I go to Florida? But I'm thinking of visiting Nashville. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I'm thinking of going Nashville's to Nashville. Nashville's going to be the new hot spot. Well, it's the music capital, and, you know, we're looking at some music stuff here on here. Just, just, just company here, I should say. Do you know how to even speak the language <laughs> that we do in the studio? Y'all, what's up? Y'all, what's up? Yeah. Hey, man, 
You know, I'm going to go see Elvis. I thought he was having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely concerned Dude, for a second. Don't talk about a stroke. That's that. what's, we lost uh, what's-his-face with the stroke last week. Yes, we did. Luke. Perry. Luke Perry. Oh, okay. Luke Perry. We lost 52 him. years Too of age. Too young. Too young. We lost Luke you know. Perry. But, but it's okay. We have a lot more years of, or at least six more months of entertaining by R. Kelly. Good. I understand that. Yep. So, you know. Yep. It, it, it is a little bit on the crazy side. So, yeah, so you know, is going I've, out of well, the world I've got a lot of things. Give me some more useless you, well, information. I do. I've Come got on. useless information okay, that I want you to work on. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a two-minute thought process to tell me how long it would take to use a Zamboni to clear the Great Lakes. <laughs> Boy, that is useless information. Uh, I want you to wait a minute. Wait. There are, we're going to talk about the Great Lakes okay. and the Zamboni. Okay. So I want you to think about it because I think this is very, very important. So it, I'll give you a hint. Take 693 years just to do Lake Superior. Okay. Plus, the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market, all by the push of a button. Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016 Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno knows doors. Tarno knows doors. Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. It's where Techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com. It's not science fiction, it's science fact. Tiny robots crawling through your body, helping doctors to identify disease and perform operations. The tools are known as snake bots, and they carry tiny cameras, scissors, and forceps. For now, these snake bots have to be controlled by humans, and they remain attached to tethers. But we're not far from the day when the machines will cut the tether for good and be allowed to roam your body on their own in damaged organs. Now, already the tethered snake bots have proven extremely useful and they make it possible to conduct previously invasive surgery in ways that were never thought possible just a few years ago. So imagine, for example, a heart bypass operation that does not require a major incision in your chest and the opening up of your rib cage. Now these things are being made possible today and will in the not too distant future become the rule rather than the exception when it comes to major surgeries. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. So welcome back to uh, Useless Information brought to you by uh, Paul and I. And uh, here's the deal. Okay. All right, here's the deal. It takes about seven minutes to use a Zamboni on an ice rink. Okay. You got that? Okay. One All or right. two Zambonis. One Zamboni. I'm going to calculate on, this. I'm writing this down. Watch this. Lake Superior. Okay. How many years Lake were, Superior? If you were going to do Lake Superior, okay. it'll take you 693 years, and that includes... Not stopping the Zamboni for fuel. All right, so I got a question. How big is Lake Superior? I'm trying to calculate this. Yeah, yeah I bet you are. Yeah, go ahead. F- 52, it would take up 52 million, 20,513 ice rinks. All right, so here's the deal. Bet you Let me calculate that. this. Well, what do you calculate that? I'm going to calculate. So that's how many now, Great Lakes are there? Five? 
I want you to take another thing into consideration, though, at the same time. This yeah. is the best part. Yeah. If to get the job done on time, you couldn't even take a bathroom break. Okay, so let me figure. I'm calculating this out. I bet you are. There's five Great Lakes. Go on. Based on the square footage Go divided on. by three, well, multiplied by seven, divided by eight, it would take 2,011 years? years to do all the Great Lakes. Now 2,061. So you screwed up no, somewhere. No, my number says no, 2,000. Oh, yeah, 61. 61. Excuse me, I didn't you carry can't do the, the math. I didn't you carry can't the, even do the I math. I didn't carry the five, okay? Yeah, I bet you did. did so you I was close. Yeah, I, I was bet. close. Yeah, you know. I was close. You are so funny. I calculated the circumference by the depth. You know, you got to realize that there's a wind shift, and I probably oh. missed those 60 feet. 60 mm -hmm. years, 60, I just missed it. But meanwhile, I was I pretty ask damn you, close. You're lucky I didn't ask Did you, you how many. Did you calculate the weight, too? No. That's where not. I was off. The <laughs> perfect <laughs> nougat number. You know, you know what the biggest problem was? Wait a sec, guys. Was, Paul's got to find the guy that can do it. Was off 60 bad? Paul could, Paul's got to study this very carefully because he's got to find a guy that can do it without a bathroom break. No shit. <laughs> 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 that, that adds weight. Okay. Boom. So let me ask a question. Here's Boom. the problem. While you're doing the Great Lakes, yes. they get they do warm up, right? So you lose the Zamboni. Possibility. So does how many exist. Zambonis would you lose? Well, that's a good question. Give me that number. Well. How do you like that map? Let's stay on the water for a minute. Hold on. I gotta okay, go. We're going to the beachfront. We're headed to the beachfront, folks. Favorite little toolbox. We are here. okay. I gotta go to okay. my favorite little toolbox. You know, we had a fire recently, on a fire. Yes, on a showboat. You remember showboats? Fire. You know, paddle wheel boats and do, stuff do, like that. Do, do, do. You remember yep. paddle wheels? Yep, yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So Lowell's iconic showboat, you know, had a fire. I hate to have that happen. And of course, um, they're going to try to replace it. But mm -hmm. let me ask you this question. Talk to me. Do you know of any other boats that were paddle wheels or major boats on any of the Great Lakes or the Detroit River or anything? Can you name me any of them? Any of the boats, where they would be? Today? Well, we got the even Detroit when you River were growing Princess. Up, when you were growing up. Even when you were growing up. We got the Bablo boat. Okay, that wasn't paddle boat. Okay, good. That burned down recently. Yes, One of it them did. did. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yep, yep. Okay. They're going to rebuild. All right. Are you familiar with the Island Queen? Yeah, how is she? Where's the Island Queen been be um, beached at? That's not fair. She's a big lady. Where she's Where been beached, beached at? at. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Come on. That's you, not you, nice. If you went to a, a metro park, you might have seen it. Okay. Where? I don't know where. Kensington. Oh, yeah, out there. Kensington. Yeah. Okay, let's try something else for you. Okay. How about the v Bavarian Bell River boat? Oh, that's in Frankenmuth. I was such a giveaway. I okay, was so okay. Gotcha. How about the Diamond Jack? Detroit River. Formerly named Emerald Island. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about the Grand Lady? Kind of gives it away a little bit. That's in uh, Grand Traverse Bay. I'll try it again. How about the Grand Lady? Grand River. I don't know where. Well, you're right. Now, where's the Grand River? Lansing. What? What are you looking up on that computer? Would you? Would you? I want to take that tablet Oco, away. Okamos. Okamos. Where's the? It's it's a Saturday morning. I don't need to. I'm 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 stressed over this R. Kelly deal. How about Grand Haven? Yeah, Grand Haven. But Grand, you know, I, you, you know, this R. Kelly, R. Kelly thing this hasn't shaken really, you at all. R. Kelly. I'm a it's fan passe of his music. News. It's no, it's not. It is passe. I'm afraid that all these albums I bought of R. Kelly aren't going to be worth crap anymore. Are you I buying vinyl? Oh, wait, are you buying vinyl or are you buying online? Vinyl. 
the R. Kelly vinyl, the the collection, I, I invested half of your life savings in this thing. My life savings. Yeah. So so that's so two bubkas to another. R. Kelly albums have gone down to zero worth. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did I did I miss something here at Talking Biz? Yeah, we're talking. Oh, we about, got a call finally coming in. Say, get Hold back on the new business world. Don't they know I'm on the <laughs> internet? Gosh, everyone's calling me. Oh, it was R. Kelly's Our, attorney. Uh, yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, the well check bounced. Well played, Paul. The check bounced. Well played. Try to help the guy. Uh, well, you know, let's see. Check bounces. By the way. You know, we talk about jobs all the time. Jobs, jobs, jobs. He's I'm dead, switch. too. I know. You okay. ready for this? Go ahead. Last month, only 20,000. Uh... I was going to bring that up. That's not a good sign. Well, but but, our, but with uh, the spring coming, Home Depot posted a sign. They help wanted. They want a lot of people for and, the garden and area. And the only problem is there's a shortage of landscaping help this year. I'll tell you, it's tough. It is Landscaping tough. help is going to be very short so. because of... Um, Number People of, can't come across the border. That's right. Seasonal help. It's terrible. Well, you know, uh, we're going to talk about that. There's going to be a program on April 14th, and we're going to talk about a open to the community and immigrate. It's a Sunday from 2 to 4 at West Winfield Township. It wasn't our Kelly sentencing day. No. Um, but there's going to be a program about the history today and tomorrow, a perspective on immigration. And there's going to be an immigration attorney there. We're going to have... Um, Somebody speaking on behalf of Global Detroit, mm. and of course, we will have somebody from ICE and from probably INS to talk about the challenges of immigration, the rules of immigration, what an attorney looks at in immigration, and why immigration is important to a community. Well, you know what? I want you to go so there report for discussion. us. You can be there, and you handle that. I'm going to. So yep. that'll be on April 14th. I'll at be West home listening to my R. Kelly albums. Yeah. Yeah. All right, wise guy. Okay, go ahead. All right, I got more. So we're going to talk about jobs more in the second half of the show today. But, mm-hmm. you know, you've been hearing all these things about flying cars. Yep. You know, yep. not the Jetsons. Nope. George Jetson. Everybody's dog, Railroad. I knew this would come to see if I did it His right. dog, Judy. Did you Jane. ever think? His wife. Did you ever think that he went to work? Who? You. Me? You. Went to work. So. I'm living my childhood. My, and I'm missing this. This is the, the hottest Jetsons. part. Where am I normally this time of year every year? I'm normally never in the studio this time. You're normally day. out in Palm Springs. Geneva. Yeah, I, don't want, Geneva. I don't want to talk about that. Well, you're in, you know what's going on in Geneva right now? Not one freaking watch. Geneva's International Motor Show in Switzerland is taking place right now. And I know a bunch of the guys that I've gone with mm-hmm. uh, over the years all go to the auto show there. But Except for you. Except for me. You stay in the room. I work. Somebody has to work every day. Yeah, but now this is the, the most important part. Talk to me. Goodyear to, is unveiling their newest concept tires yeah, for, for flying. flying cars. I know. What do you think about that? I saw the article. I bet you did. Um, it's very interesting what's going on with flying cars. And, uh, you know, Goodyear's got a new tire. Well, it'll be interesting because you know it's a it's a multi uh, model tilt rotor. It's going to tilt the tires. Going to go. It's, like it's a not turbine. just a flat. It's not a it's flat a turbine. piece. It's going to tilt and do. I think it's this a is kind of unique. It's a turbine. Okay, I saw the design. It's very nice, made of aluminum. It's a turbine. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a twenty four inch circumference. Keep going. And and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And it makes you high. <laughs> I was waiting for that part. Yeah, yeah, I know. What must go up will come down. Yes, <laughs> if the landing gear works. 
Okay, so here we are talking. Let's talk about some other stuff here. Let's right. let's talk about it. We, we got a show named Talking Biz. Well, wait. Go ahead. All right, let's talk about some business. Okay, tell me. Talking Biz. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back to Goodyear. Okay. For how many years has Goodyear been pursuing innovation? Oh, gosh. This, this is a business since question. Since the 1800s. 120 years ago. Yeah. Just think about this. Yeah. 120 years ago yeah. when nobody knew from Flubber. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. They were the first one to invent the tire that was only flat on the bottom. How about that? Yeah. I know. This is my favorite yeah. joke. Yeah. Okay. So we got more information uh, going more on that, there. Right. Yep. So, you know, there's been this big push for senior housing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Senior housing. Mm-hmm. All around um, Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb County, you're watching school properties be taken down, um, senior properties going up. And then a famous restaurant has now been called to a challenge. Yep, on Woodward Avenue, Pasquale's is going bye-bye. Yeah. After 65 years of serving so-so Italian food. <laughs> but they got a big parking lot. They do. They have a parking <laughs> lot. But to me, all these people, that you know what? When we lost Silas, that was a loss. Ah, uh, Berkeley. Silas Pizzeria in Berkeley had the best lasagna very good antipasto salad and a decent round pizza. That's gone. That's more of a tragedy than Pasquale's. Keep going. Pasquale's. What about Janopolis now? Pete and Johnny have known about that going on a long time. And, and Pete's opening up a barbecue restaurant in Brighton. Well, stay with me on the corner of 12 Mile and Middle Belt. Senior housing. It's not a big corner. They bought the building behind, too. Now, what was the name of the bar prior to being Janopolis? Oh, I forgot the name. It was that little house? Olva's, yep. and it was a country western bar. It was. No, Pete and Johnny, good guys. Yep. Nice so, guys. We should get Pete on the phone next week. Got to wait for the part. I, why, did, <laughs> why did I say next week? Don't let people know about the part on the phone. That's not fair. Well, you know, that's what Paul's so antiquated for. that we still have a dialer. You know, you put your finger in the circle, the little hole, you turn it around. So, so anyways, so you know, let's talk biz. Well, you know, we did send a thing up to uh, the space station, the international station. Elon Musk did. But who bid against him to get that contract? We had SpaceX. And who was the other big player that didn't get it though? Uh, the other, the other guy, um, Chrysler Corporation. I didn't know Chrysler. Chrysler bid on it. I didn't know Chrysler was Chrysler Aviation. Yeah. Chrysler wow. bid on it wow. and did not get it. And wow. Chrysler back a number of years ago wow. made rockets quite a bit here, right here in Michigan. I didn't know that. What are you reading that I'm, you are I'm, so in-depth? I'm getting some really cool news coming in. News from the broadcast yeah, side of yeah, Talking yeah. Business Station here. So this is cool. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Is betting on Elon Musk for a tunnel transit system. They're going to be tunneling in Las Vegas for his tunnel transportation. Uh, big bucks, but they, they're going to give him the contract. Can you believe that? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's getting no. it. Yep. No. Yep. No. We give him coffee. <laughs> Screw up the freaking test in Ann Arbor this afternoon. Give him coffee. Give him coffee. He's oh. very abusive this morning. No, I'm not. I'm just I'm just listening to so you. So they're you in know? a tunnel. It's you Vegas, came in here late Vegas today. Vegas is looking at him. Wow. You were out wow. breakfasting, you wow. know. Wow. So they're going to go for the convention center. They're going to do a loop underneath because of traffic in Las Vegas and the shortage of properties. They're going to tunnel and bore 
all the through around in downtown Vegas, uptown, downtown. What are we going to do with all and the lower levels in the hotel then? It's going to be below that. It's going to be below that. And uh, I think it's a plot to rob the casinos. All right. Well, you think about plotting to rob the casinos. Well, I have 4, to go. 4,400 to I'm going to go help Tony get a cup of coffee because I want to keep Tony up and going here. Okay. And, uh, you know, I got, I got to work on some more stuff for the next uh, few minutes here. You do so. that. We'll see you on the okay. other side. Millions of teenagers depend on popular medications such as Accutane or Roaccutane to control their embarrassing skin blemishes. But researchers from Tel Aviv University say those pills can also lead to eye infections such as pink eye or styes. See, the problem appears to be linked to the drug's tendency to dry the skin, the lips, and the eyes. Your tears only lubricate the surface of the eye, but they also wash away bacteria and viruses. Fortunately, there is a simple solution to this problem, though. And all it takes to minimize your risk is to use artificial tears or eye drops to keep your eyes lubricated while using Accutane or Roaccutane. Both are readily available over the counter at any pharmacy. So if you have any problems with eye infections and you're using either of these acne drugs, then you should also talk it over with your doctor. Now it's also important to avoid rubbing your eyes when they feel dry. Instead, that should be your signal to grab your eye drops and re-moisturize your eyes. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman times we see a guy running down to first base and it's, it turns into a hobble. Get yeah. umped. I mean, that's the... <laughs> get umped. <laughs> I can't be the same guy. Can't be the same guy. I'm building a community of people who are, quite frankly, sick and tired of being afraid. How do you feel in that moment? You feel helpless. Like the yes and part, mm -hmm. and yet we live in yes but. Just play the truth, your truth. Mm. The women are raising the children to have that love of Torah study. You can't miss the team member with Medicare. You're a critical part of the team. Yeah. Ultimately, small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. Welcome to Jody's Fit Life. Wait, let's try yes. a tree pose. Okay, let's, let's do a tree. We're back here at uh, RadioMedia.com talking biz so, on a Saturday morning in the talk, Motor City. We're talking about Janopolis. Janopolis. Say, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, they had some famous people go through those doors. They did. They're all dead. You know, Paul, that's why the <laughs> restaurant went out of business. So all the customers me, died. Name me some of the top people that came in and out of there from not, well, only one was from this area, but name me some of the top people. Frank Sinatra walked through there. Got it. Goldie Hawn went there. Keep going. Uh, Michael Jackson didn't walk through there. Mm -hmm. um, they did there. A lot of famous people there. Bob there. Hope. Bob Hopeless. Don yep. Rickles. Don Rickles. Yep. Kelly Savalas. Yep, yep, yep. Now, a local boy, yep. Milton Hines. Wow. Do you know well, who that was? Uncle Milty. You know who he was? Yeah. Who? Who was Milton Hines? He owns Hines Ketchup. Soupy Sales. Yeah, you know him. Sparky Anderson. Okay. So, like I said, my question to you is, mm -hmm. all of these named restaurants mm -hmm. are slowly fading. Yep. Okay. And one is even moving down the street. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with all these changes that are taking place today, yep. two questions. Go one, are we overbuilding senior housing? That's number one. The answer to that is yes. Okay. And number two... Um, with, let's take uh, Orchard Lake Road, a very popular road now. Mm -hmm. You know, they've made it a boulevard to a point or whatever you want to call that mess. Okay. Um, they're moving the Red Coat Tavern, which is a famous little restaurant out here. 
And they're going to possibly take down a Firestone dealer. Yes, they bought the buildings there. Where are they moving Redco to? Champs. Oh, they are. They're okay. taking the Champs okay. property. You gave me some information more by, than I did. Okay. By uh, Jay Alexander's. Okay. So you you know you're taking those buildings down and possibly even another building there. Yep. What what do you see transforming in communities when they start to do this? So you know, I had this talk this morning. I was with a, a very big developer in the Detroit Develop- metropolitan area. And if you look at things, here's the issue and here's here's the problem. And we talked about the unemployment numbers early and we look at the economy. Uh, we've been on a building trend for several years now and we're building things. Uh, the cost of building new construction has gone up. And the rents of these new facilities are going up. Because when you acquire the Firestone, the building where Red Coat is and maybe another building or two, then you have an issue of of what are you building there and what are the rents? And is it oversaturated? As we look at the economic numbers, and I've been preaching this for a long time, unemployment is, is down, but credit card debt, defaults on cars is up. We're looking at a slowdown, and, and especially let's look at the commercial real estate market and why there's going to be a slowdown. You know, you see all these little shopping centers called outlots in front of shopping centers. or like a Home Depot, and then outside they take a piece of land and build a strip center, a little center, three, right. four stores. And the cost of building those buildings has gone way, way up. The cost of property, the labor, everything's way up. Well, they build it, and they've got to get a high square footage rent. Let's say it's $35 plus, they say $40 with all the taxes, maintenance, insurance. Very few businesses besides food can afford that. So now a landlord builds a shopping center. He puts the dirt in, and he does this, and he gets value from the leases. So let's say the the center is taking in $200,000 a year, and let's use a 10 cap or whatever, and the center's worth $2 million. And the landlord goes to the bank and borrows all the money out of the leases. Now, these leases are paying $40 a foot. They go out of business. The replacement tenant might only pay $20. Well, the landlord can no longer service that debt, and they give it back to the bank. That's what we're going to see with a lot of these buildings in the next 12 to 24 months. A lot of them are going back. So when you redevelop these neighborhoods and these communities, the question is, is there demand for it? Uh, and what are people going to have to pay for it? All right, so let's go to. Um, there's been a bigger, you know, a lot of write up and discussion of Seven Mile in Livernois, mm-hmm. in Detroit, mm-hmm. um, becoming the new, back to being the avenue of fashion yep. conversation. Yep. Do you see the vacancies, the rehabilitation really coming to fruition, or are we appeasing um, a community to only a point? Well, I've spent a lot of time at Seven Livernois over the last 15 years, 10 years or so, and the area is very strong, and it's not just appeasing them. It, there is a demand there. Uh, if you look at the rooftops right over there with Palmer Park, Palmer Woods, everything there, there's a relatively high income. So there is a need for services and goods. So that area will succeed. Uh, one of the number one pet supplies plus around the area is the one right there on Livernois. So it's very successful. One of the only free remaining um, Boston markets in the city of Detroit is at the 7 Livernois area. So that area will, will do well. The development everyone's talking about is not such a huge development on the corner there they're redeveloping, but it will be successful. All right, so let's go from there to Jefferson Avenue, and I want to go out on the west side first okay. uh, by Chalmers. Okay. There's been a lot of discussion. That's east side. 
I'm in the east side. Excuse me. Yeah, okay. um, I've got one for the west side too. Okay. No, I, sorry, I got one for that. Talking about Chalmers. a supermarket and a shopping center. Well, what do you think the growth potential will be? So we looked at that property over there a long time ago. And it's not so much the traffic from Detroit, but the traffic coming from Gross Point. It's been proven with some restaurants and stuff that people will cross over to Detroit from Gross Point. Gross Point is so landlocked that there's not a lot of place to build retail. So on the far east side, Jefferson Chalmers and all that area, there's a demand for, for merchants. All right. So there's the demand there. Then we go down Woodward Avenue, and it was announced that uh, H&M mm-hmm. is going to take 25,000-plus, give downtown. or take, downtown. Yep. Um, is luck. that a start? Is that just a gap? Is that just a uh, No, H&M is not the gap. That's gap is, is, I know gap is a gap. Yeah, I, that's yeah. not what I mean. Gap meaning in vacancies and locations. So so let's, that's very let's, cute, though. Let's analyze downtown, which I've been involved in Detroit now 22 years. We talked about last night. And what H&M is, is that's a little lower product as far as dollars and cent-wise. You know, it's very interesting because the folks at Bedrock were pushing all boutique-ish unique stores. And, you know, when you build a downtown area, you try to create, it's sort of better off to do it organically. What shows up, shows up, but they're trying to place people. Retail downtown is still a little weak. It's not quite where it should be. Restaurants do okay during the days, die at night, and there's not enough density to do the shopping that people need to support these. Now, as other projects come out, the, you know, the Hudson site, another where, where more people live, and there's more density, then the retail will pop up stronger. So H&M probably has a deal with the Gilbert group that says, okay, come in, and there's probably the negotiated rent where it's based on sales figures and see how it builds. Okay. Do you think that uh, staying downtown for a moment that Mm -hmm. um, we blew it by not having a bookstore downtown anymore? Well, you're probably going to see a bookstore eventually downtown. But, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, Ad, uh, Amazon announced or closed all their Go stores this week. They they built those convenience stores like 7-Eleven, but it was moneyless. They scrapped those. And they came out with and said, well, it's only, it was only an experiment. But Amazon getting into the world of retail uh, is is touchy. And the reason I'm doing this is that they have created small Amazon bookstores. Right, which we saw in New York. And so you might see one of those downtown. You might see an abbreviated version of, if they end up making it, uh, the other book people. Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. But once again, it's a slippery slope with retailers reinventing themselves and finding niches. Now, stur- surveys have said that people like to hold a book, not just a tablet. They just like to feel a book and do that. That's the slippery slope in retail now. Yeah, but bookstores are more than a bookstore. I mean, you walk well, in coffee shops now. Thank you. There's, 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 the, there's, the huge magazine racks. But um, those are just games. But you see, got your but, games. But, but magazine circulation is going slim to none. Most magazines are going digital. Except most people don't even know that these magazines exist unless you walk into a bookstore like that. Well, and you look at a rack that's roughly running 40, 45 feet mm-hmm. of magazines, and all of a sudden, gee, I didn't realize... I could get, you know, yeah. this kind of magazine for homes or this kind of magazine Today's to look Squirrel. at both. Today's Squirrel. a hot magazine. Today's Squirrel. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. You didn't Bob. know it existed, did Here. you? Did you know it existed? 
Is this the one with the two guys, you know, giving high fives as the car goes off the road? Nope. Nope. Oh, today's. Squirrel. I thought they were maybe they were nope. the publisher. Nope. Today's squirrel. Today's squirrel. Today's squirrel. You didn't know that. <laughs> look at, look at that. that. I love you it. didn't know that. God <laughs> caught you. Okay. So, anyways. Yeah. Go on. But what about know. Book a Million down there? Is Book a Million going to make it? Not enough rent to pay for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, they they take second rent, second generation locations. Okay. Surplus locations. All right. So, because it's, it's just kind of sad that you're you're looking at these um, areas where you want to see literacy and all these things grow uh, and everything else, and you keep hearing uh, the big push today by the governor and the lieutenant governor about. Uh, literacy and reading to your children and everything and uh, the book. You never read to me. I do read to you. You just don't listen. It's those reports you, you I read, give you. You read at me. I read at you. Not to me. Okay. So Not to me. I'm just kind of concerned that uh, we Let me may... take away your concerns. All right. Take away my concerns. Finish your concern, then I'll take it away. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Here we go, folks. Okay. You ready? Go for it. Okay. Are we putting a void in the community by not having either a strong library system or a strong bookstore system to give literacy back to a community? So let's go to the, let's start with the neighborhoods where those places should be, not downtown. So are we getting a void? No, because libraries are hot again, but not for books, not for for meeting, for events, for computers. Uh, people are hooking back up at the library. So libraries are back in fashion, but what's going on there is different than what's going on before. Okay. So Media you centers. grew up at the uh, – you didn't grow up in Detroit. Nope. Okay. So did you go to the well, library in the community you grew up in? Who says I grew up? Did you grow up I'm a and go to the library? Kids. We would go to the library now and then. I spent more time like at the Civic Center ice rink. I'm waiting for the punchline. No, just said that it was a great community. I'd go skating and hang out over there and have some fun. But we'd go to the library, do some studies when we did study. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. Go ahead. Okay. So Southfield builds this big, gorgeous library. Mm-hmm. What percentage is media? You know what? We need to take a trip there because I really don't know. I can't answer that. I wow. can't give you a full answer. Ladies and gentlemen, mark the calendar, a, mark the day, mark the time. We have to take time. a trip to the Southfield Public Library. Do you have a library card in Southfield? I have a, no, because I live in West Bloomfield. And How I are we going to get in? And I get in the West Bloomfield. Well, How we are we going to get in the library? Very simple. We're going to go to the front desk and say, hi, we're doing a story on the Southfield Public Library. We're from New Radio Media. And uh, could you please have somebody give us a tour? You let me know how it goes. You are so funny. You want you, you asked know, a question. I can't believe this. I would rather do right, a, I want a tour you to, of Eight Mile Road. Well, all right. So in the in the minute that I have here, since okay. you only give me a minute, okay. I want you to think about. We've already done the east side. I want to talk about what's happening on the west side, mm-hmm. um, past Corktown, if we can, and more. Let's get down to Rosedale Park. Let's talk about uh, Evergreen Seven Mile area. People want to know about these areas. What's happening, and. Give it some thought. Let's take a look and see what's going on there. Are we doing anything? Is the mayor moving forward? All these kind of questions are being asked here at New Radio Media's Talking Biz. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, podcasters. See you there.
Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. But sadly, the news is not all good though. As the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. I'll tell you what happened. G'day, Morty. I got the sauce. We're at C2E2 with the legendary Chris Claremont. Greetings, my fellow geeks. My name is Jordan Trevilian, and this is Get It to the Geeks. We are here with David Yost, the original Blue Power Ranger. Nobody right. promised you when you bought the thing on PS4 that you could play it on Switch. But your, your excuse is garbage. I'm going to pull out my crossbow. All right, sweet chainmail armor. Let's see what you got. So, yes, here's the next question for you. We're taking a trip. Go ahead. All right. We've covered a couple of areas. We've All talked right. about the uh, Chalmers-Jefferson uh, area. We talked a little bit about Woodward downtown mm-hmm. and a touching. Um, we talked seven in Livernois. Mm-hmm. What's happening or is there going to be in the next couple of years growth in that evergreen seven-mile area? It's yeah, you know, it's interesting. There's, there's, there's a dense. The street stores do well there. It, it takes down. No, the, the street stores do well on Seven Mile Road. Seven Mile is, is there's not a lot of vacancies, and there's a great shopping center over there that a friend of ours has with a grocery store, Seven Evergreen, just to the um, west of Seven Mile and Evergreen, and it's it does well. So, you're saying that for the moment, Seven Mile has like. Come back to no seven miles been strong. It it you you know the, you get closer the further you go north it does very well. All so right, seven so miles let me take it into five mile and uh, like let's take the five mile Hubble area to Southfield Road. Okay, okay, it's been a challenged area. Well, that's tougher. A lot of vacancies, a lot of torn up buildings. So what do we do to an area like that? Well, you know that's the the question of Detroit being uh, so gigantic, over 130 square miles which is one of the larger cities in the United States. And when you were populous of 2.1, 2.2 million years ago, you had people to live in all those areas. It comes down to consolidation and what you save and what you don't save. Um, there definitely needs to be a drive, um, the mayor said it but forgot about it, that um, you got to go in the neighborhoods. And the neighborhoods are underserviced retail-wise and residential-wise. The inventory has been depleted. So you have to really look at areas and say, okay, we have this blank canvas. What do you do to those canvases? I was involved in a neighborhood development group with about 40 churches years ago, and we were going to put them all together and work on one neighborhood time. And it was a community development piece that the Kwame administration pretty much destroyed. Uh, Spent many hours with the neighborhood people and was using every element of the society, from kids coming home from school to seniors to mentor the kids when they come home so someone would watch them. And, and you had safe homes and you had teaching homes. And the problem is is that, you know, corporate America is going where it's sexy. 
downtown, midtown, you know, core town. But the neighborhoods are where we have to save the city and save the community and help the community. And if it wasn't for church groups or community groups, the population of Detroit would probably be under 400,000. When you go to these neighborhoods, Peter, the services needed in those neighborhoods. And you'll see small, you'll see more churches in some areas than you see retailers. And these people need the services. It comes with education, talk about the libraries and everything else. So it's a problem that's not going to be solved overnight. Um, The young people that are moving back are empty nesters, so it's not really the families. But in the neighborhoods where there are families, you know, there was a project projected or, or brought out years ago where if you have a block where there's only two homes, it's very expensive to service those homes with plowing and, and police care and fire care. Is really that the city, a basic program, they should have taken, taken a catalog of homes that the city or county owns and approached these people in those neighborhoods and say, listen, neighborhood's pretty depleting your house in bad shape. Pick one of these homes. But I've lived in the same home for 40 years. I got that. But the fact is, how about we tell you that we're not plowing your street anymore? Right? You didn't plow me yesterday. What's the big so, deal? But give me an incentive because what happens is is that we've got to learn to redevelop. Not to say that you couldn't develop new neighborhoods, but it comes back to the thing. Now, quietly, there's good things happening in Detroit public schools. Um, and, and you don't hear a lot about it, which is good because you don't hear controversy right now. But they've brought the pay scale of Detroit public school teachers to the highest level it's been in years. And so now they're bringing in some better teachers. Uh, but that's a different story about teacher shortages, what's going on. So there's some highlights in Detroit. We just don't hear about it, but we need to do more neighborhood development. And I think that's going to sit on the churches a lot. Okay. So if you were the mayor today. Okay. All right. And you were getting these questions about the neighborhoods. What would your focus be to go forward? I would reach out to community groups, people that are vested in in the area and those neighborhoods along with church groups. And I would build different development plans for each unique neighborhood. And how would you audit the progress? You would audit it by this. Uh, You would put measurements. Uh, We own this little strip center that's boarded up on Five Mile Road. Okay. And we have a program where we want you to fix it up. And two kinds of things. There's sweat equity for people that work there, the painter, the, the drywall guy, the mason guy. And then there's investment equity. So between the neighborhood and the churches, I want you to fix up those centers. The center's free to you, okay? But I want you to put some merchants in there, whether it's a neighborhood baker, whether it's a shoe repairman, whether it's a barbershop. We're going to give you some time. We're going to give you time to develop it. We're going to help you with the assistance how to tell you how to do stuff. And that center now belongs to that neighborhood group, a nonprofit group that now has income. it's training, jobs for people in the neighborhood. Uh, we were going to do a program where we're going to have a green market in every neighborhood center. And we we're going to approach all the merchants from the uh, produce terminals to say, and, and grocery store suppliers to say, we're going to build a store, but we want the first inventory on you. So our starting inventory, which is not a lot, maybe 100000 for a store that size, we want the inventory on you, but you'll be our supplier. Those little stores could flourish in the neighborhood. And Johnny coming home from work could work the store. You can teach retail programs. So that's part of it. You've got to look at the whole community, uh, what their services they're lacking, and what they need to service the neighborhood and, and jobs for people. And how do you make it a safe environment? 
Well, and, and that comes along with it, Peter. If your church, neighborhood church and your community is involved, then they're going to be protected more than you think. The word is out that Reverend Jones has this center along with this neighborhood group, and they police themselves. All right? So the program works that way that you've got the development of the neighborhood involved, the community involved, and they're going to watch those stores. Okay. And they're probably going to know who robbed it, too. All right, so they're like green zones, yeah. what we call the green zones. Yeah, somewhat somewhat green zone, but more so that the input and the investment, both work ethics, I mean, uh, sweat equity and money is coming from the neighborhoods, and they're going to watch those projects. Okay. So where did do I, you— did, Can I run for mayor? Do you like that program? I, I thought that was pretty good. You know, I thought, okay. You want to be my campaign manager? Tony's going to talk about this. I'm going to like rent, rent the Manoogian Mansion out for weddings and bar mitzvahs. That's income. <laughs> we should. It's income. It's income. We got a beautiful thing on the waterfront. Why can't the city rent the mayor's mansion out? We don't have to live there. No, he doesn't have to. In a lot of cases, they don't want to live there. What's the mayor of Detroit make? Probably two hundred and fifty. They don't make much. But I get a house. Well, I'm going to rent the house out. I'm going to move out during the bar mitzvahs. Okay. Well, you could. Or I can spend records. Yeah. Or take the, go live in the West Any Wing. Any other questions for my platform for the city? Yes. I think I have two good ones so All far. Right. All right. You ready for the next one? Go ahead. All right. The governor made a comment about f- taking care of the roads and the, and the fuel tax. Yep. Okay, now, here's the issue that I see. number of people drive hybrids or electric cars, mm-hmm. so they don't participate in the fuel tax. Mm-hmm. And the new over-the-road rigs will be hybrids, et cetera. Okay. Now, how do you generate the revenue? Tire tax. Broaden out the statement, please. Tire tax. The potholes affect your tires, right? You buy tires. I think you take a look at other places besides gasoline to either tax or do a toll charge of something. So if you do a tire tax and you're a, you're a semi that beats up the roads and you have 12 tires on your truck, give us X amount of tire. So my question really is... Is it the weight of the vehicle, or is it the quality of the roadbed at inception? Where we both. So, both. do we, we change build crappy roads? The, the physical construction. The problem, I, I want to get it down to a science. The problem is, let's go to the bigger problem: is our infrastructure in the United States is collapsing. Well, not just roadways, water systems, power grids. We have a short memory, so we can put a Band-Aid on the roads, and, and Gretchen can raise billions of dollars. The question is, what the hell are they building? Well, that's my argument. Are we building roads like they do in Europe, Maybe go where, they go, where they go for 20 years well, at a time? Let's take a beautiful roadway Swallow. called Northwestern Highway in front of Sharzedek in Southfield. You remember when that road was built? Yeah, 1963. When they remodeled it. When oh, they redid it. Oh. Um, in 30 years. Yeah. They but roads. they don't get the roadbed traffic. But wait not. a second. They get the, no, not, not the service drive. Oh, I'm on the service. The freeway. Oh, the freeway itself. was done about 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. Go drive and see how good that concrete is. They use super concrete, 18-inch base on that. Well, the mixture was different. The water, to, 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 they call water to sand. The mixture is totally different, like bituminous. But the base in was multiple it, but go states, look at that property. Go, mul- prop- go look at that roadway, yeah. and it's, it's perfect. Yeah. In multiple states, when you go to blacktop, bituminous, mm-hmm. okay, they use less water than Michigan does. Michigan has a higher water content, yep. and it breaks it down. And I just think that things like that have to be really discussed 
you know, it's great to say let's raise the tax, but if we're going to I get, agree. Fix fix it right. You know, and do we get not even look at a fuel tax, if everybody's coming into the state and doing other things, do we raise the sales tax a penny to offset it? All right, so I'm on my campaign trail. Keep asking me questions. Go okay, ahead. Okay, good. What's the next one? The next one is um this could be a tough one though. I gotta yeah. think it. Yeah. All right. In the next minute, I want a one-minute response from the uh, person running for the office like here. A debate. Go ahead. It is like a debate. Okay. okay. You have now seen and heard from around the country um, all kinds of conversation in Congress regarding um, political positioning, regarding um, politics of individuals. Okay. Are they proactive or are they damaging our everyday lifestyle? Uh, that's longer than a minute question. You can't. I'm, I, as a matter of fact, know, I'm only going to give you 30 seconds how now. How about if I just put down that the seconds. political system screwed up and needs a lot of work? You know, I guess uh, we're going to have to accept that because uh, I have to take a break, get a glass of water. Because no I, coffee. I, no coffee. But no on coffee. the second part, I'm going to talk coffee in the beginning because it's quiz time on the coffee market. Show me someone who eats quickly and chances are I can show you someone who's overweight. Japanese researchers report that people who eat quickly until they're full are three times more likely to be overweight. The findings which appear in the British Medical Journal indicate the eating style can be just as important to your weight control as what or how much you eat. The dieters have been told for years to eat slowly to give your body time to register the food it's already consumed. You can help yourself and your children by making sure everyone eats slowly and in calm surroundings. Now this may be quite a feat to achieve in a day when it's so common for people to eat while watching television, which is a major no-no for anyone trying to lose weight or to control their weight. So remember that when it comes to eating, your mouth is faster than the signals that tell your brain that you've had enough. So slow down and give your body the time it needs to work properly. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Brackman. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. Come! What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. 
Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And we're back here on yes, Saturday morning at Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. It's a beautiful day. Weather finally breaking. It's been a doomy, gloomy winter. Yes, it has. It's it's beautiful outside today. It's going to be a nice day. Good beautiful, week. beautiful. We get some warm weather. Anyway, we were talking about a bunch of things as we went to the break. What do we want to start at the top of the hour? Well, I want to go to the top of the hour. I want to yeah. take a little travel in the car. I tell him to start up the car, but I want to go to Clawson, Michigan. Oh, I to like Clawson's Maker's Market. Yep. Familiar? Yep. Okay. So this is located at 808 West 14 Mile Road in Clawson, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and uh, it's unique because uh, instead of going to art fairs and everything else, Bonnie Swoop has put together 35 local artisans to set up retail there. Mm-hmm. And as we were just talking about... We take a strip center or we take a Main Street building mm-hmm. and do some conversion, build it up. Mm-hmm. and uh, Repurposing. Repurposing. Good term, Paul. Yes, Very go good. Ahead. Repurposing. Yep. And, they, yep. and they, they build this wonderful little place up, and it's great. Another one, um, you know, we take a look at that. Then you have, like, a, the yarn shop at 25 South Main, and they've expanded into an adjacent storefront. So things are happening locally. But Royal Oak had a very surprising piece that I don't think a lot of people realize. You know, the Imagine Theaters in Royal Oak, mm-hmm. and they had the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Bowling alley's gone. Look at that. I don't get the mm-hmm. Go ahead. See, I don't get the mm-hmm. Go ahead. See, he's so busy with that Go finger. I watch the finger, and the hand comes up like this. Tell me about what's going on. Yes. So yeah. they made it into a wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling theater. Complete. Like the big room. The big seats. Yep. The big look at Yep. Yep. There. Yep. Um, yep. You know, uh, Mr. Glanz is private reinventing. Line. Yes, he is. They have to reinvent. Um, as as you look at facilities, you look at theaters, and you look at the digital world. They're up into a lot of issues coming up with them. You know, uh, down the road we'll be streaming concerts and sporting events, and with the TV sets getting bigger and better. And the surround sound and the cost of going out today, that your house is going to be your theater. And you're going to see movies released directly to consumers down the road where the theaters might not even have a chance to get them. Well, they would have to get them. They don't have to I get mean, them. I mean, how can, think they about it. They don't have to get them. I want you to think about yep, this. Yep, and okay. l- and let's use a Tell movie. Tell me why they have to get you have, All right, let's listen, take a movie like. Spielberg last week made an attack yes, on movies. N- Netflix. That, that movies that were not brought to theaters that are streamed. Correct. Should and not be included and, and in so the Academy Awards. You tell me it's not going to happen. We're betting here at NRM that it's going to happen. Well, here's the deal. I'm just talking about right, a family Tony, now. Tell them. I'm I'm talking about a family. You're home. You're watching it on the TV. Mm-hmm. I go to a surround sound, multi. I got screen. that in my house. No, you don't. You I don't got have the greatest system in the house to compete with the theater, and I'm not going to have paid twelve bucks for a ticket, forty two dollars. There's no for way you're going to watch into movie Top Gun, for an example, when a jet comes from this side of my left all the way over Where to Tony. Where have you been? 
What Those are you doing? in home systems already. No, 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 no. You're sleeping under no, a rock, no, Perlman. No, no, no. You're Let building a house that's outdated. I saw already. the movie Sorry. originally in a regular movie theater, and then Point you go, nope, then nope. you go to I'm a specialized theater, mm. and I got to tell you, like night and day, the mm. same film. Let me tell you something. No, no. If you've seen happen. the latest, in, I'm going to take you to a store. List to me. List okay? to me. List We're, to me. That's not called list to me. I'm going to take you to Paulson's. Yep. Okay. One of the best audio video stores in the world. Uh, they've been around for years. They have longevity to compete against any chain. I'm going to take you to a room, and you're going to have just as good an experience as you are in the movie theater. You can pause the movie, go to the bathroom. I don't want to pause you the movie when I'm at a movie theater. Wife, don't want to do movie. that in a movie theater either. Okay, well, the fact is is that because of pricing and because of convenience, people are going to watch their home. Right. And they know that, Peter. They know it, and and so what's happening is is that I, I'm, I'm, I can't let the cat out of the bag about certain things because no, it's business wise, it's a conflict in my business world. What's going on with all these theaters right. and everything? But at the end of the day, I'm betting more on digital and stream. Okay, all right. So we have a new chain in town, new restaurant chain called Wingstop. And uh, they're, they're on Woodward Avenue. They once took over the old 14-mile Woodward location where Billy Sims was. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they're going to make it there? So there's a lot of wings. Like the there's a it. lot of like wings restaurants coming out. I like the way he does that. Like the way he does that. It's another. There's wing like chains that are coming out. There's like a, a bird. There's a group called Wing Snob. <laughs> it's another franchise called Wing Snob. And it's like Wingstop. And these guys are very unique young gentlemen that are building this chain. They just opened their latest store at 12 and Telegraph. Uh, good concept. They're going to do it. Uh, Wingstop is a national company, yep. and they're successful. They've got some successful stores, but it comes down to oversaturation of a category. Well, I'm even at the location. Billy Sims is a corner, 14 Woodward. It's a fast track. There's no parking. No. It's street parking. Excuse me? Peter, I had a store in Woodward for years. Now, this is right on the corner. I know exactly where it is. It's on the south The chain is not corner. Gonna, it, first of all, they'll hang out there for a few years, and they'll go broke. Okay. All right, then let's go to Beaumont Corners. Let's go to the Woodward Corners by Beaumont. The big new center. The big new center. Yep. You know, they're going to put in a Myers 40,000 square foot, what they call small format grocery yep, store. Yep, yep, um, Is that a boutique store? Yeah, but it's going to be more upscale. Yeah, if if Myers executes right, it's going to be much more upscale. Okay. And what about the Brown Iron Brew House? It's a smokehouse with 64 craft beers. Is that going to make it, you think? For a while. Yeah. Craft beer places are, are not going to be... Uh, yeah. they, there's a shift that the young folks are drinking wine, not beer. All right, so that the trend is changing. The tides have changed. Okay. Yep. Um, what not, about not a, the surplus? Do you I see? Mean, um, they're talking about a Wahlburgers. Uh huh. I mean, that's that's a popular name. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's a hamburger it's, joint. It's, it's burgers with booze. That's all it is. Okay. Yep. Um, Beaumont will have its urgent care, of course. Mm-hmm. Hotel uh, going on the site. Yeah, well, and it's called. We have another one called Grab a Green, yep. which is supposed Salad. to be healthy food. Yeah. Okay. What do you feel will be the first store that goes in and the first store to go out? Well, you know, they're they're carefully selecting the stores there. And you've got two very good developers who partnered up with Beaumont. You've got the Showstack family in Ark and Jonah. And you've got a hospital with thousands of employees and people visiting, and you've got a very fast, dense area of population there. I think the, well, either rents are high. So it'll probably be one of the restaurants that closes. 
because of the amount of restaurants in the area. And uh, the market will do extremely well. Okay. They made it like a lifestyle center. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did... From driving by, and I don't know, I didn't find it that appealing from no, an aesthetic it's, look. It's blocks of buildings, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page well, there. Well, it could have been, I, I think it could have been a more unique design. Okay, well. But you've got to use the parking, and you've got to do the parking field. So, you know what? It'll do very well. All right. So let's go to Berkeley. Berkeley, Ber yes. Berkeley seems to be, you know, we're, we're sorry we lost our pizza joint. Yep. You know, they actually lost Domenico's, which was on Coolidge years ago. Yep. And then, of course, Silas. Yep. All right. So big loss to the community. Big loss. And big now, loss. And, you know, and, and and a story is, from the back end, the Green Lantern is way over budget on that store. <laughs> um, it's taken a long time to open up, and I understand that it is affecting the bottom line throughout the whole chain. Is some inside information I got the other day. So what's going to happen? They're going to open it up, but I think it's it, it put a bite. You know, a lot of these restaurants get into these expansion modes. And when you get a little hiccup, it hurts. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they'll get it open, but I think they got into that place and realized we got to do a lot more work than we thought we did. Well, yeah. There may be too much dirt behind the pizza oven. we got to need to do a pizza oven. Yeah. Okay. Now, you're familiar with Air Master Heating and Cooling. Yep. They were in Berkeley. They yep. moved to Ferndale. Yep. Opened, left 4,000 square feet vacant in Berkeley. Yep. So uh, TrefFit Fitness is moving in. Mm -hmm. Is fitness getting to be oversaturated? Uh, thank you. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, oversaturated. You've got room for so many gyms. Um, some of the classic gyms, like the Franklin Athletic Club, are doing well. Um, you know, you have some high-end gyms opening up, but the real the real category killer is Planet Fitness. That's the ten dollar a month That's the category uh, deal. killer. Yep. Planet Fitness. But you opened up, you have the executive group with LA Fitness. Mm -hmm. You have the new uh, fitness that just opened up at 15 Mile and Telegraph. Doing very well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, these are big facilities, mm -hmm. very large facilities. Mm -hmm. What do you? Why do you think the larger facilities? Because Planet Fitness in a lot of them are very pocketed, mm -hmm. except for the new one that's going to Maple and Orchard. That's open. Um, because they put more things into it. Oh. When will that bubble break, I guess, is the question. Well, let me let me show you the model for a fitness club, especially low-end. Because Big Tanny's at one time was our big... Big Tanny was, 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 was deeper with pools. But if you look at the athletic clubs like Planet Fitness, you have a one-time investment of, of leasehold improvements and equipment, right? And then it's all about numbers. Can I get... Six seven thousand members in a club, at they step up. The average probably is fifteen dollars a person. So let's say we have five thousand. Can I grow seventy five thousand dollars a month for that club? And then you got your rents, your utilities, your very few employees. So if you if the gym's twenty five thousand square feet, you might only need six employees. So that's low employee count. So the labor is not expensive. It's initial investment. It's it's a numbers game. How many members can I sign in and retain? Okay. Um, let's see what's happening here in Ferndale, Baker College. Is it a go or a bust? It'll be a go. A lot of backlash. Well, here's what's happening. Ferndale, like any other city like Royal Oak, is running out of property. And there's always going to be controversy when you bring in people, whether it's a parking situation or traffic situation. I will figure that, the, I think they'll figure something out. 
What about the other locations? Will they be closing them then? Because they, uh, they were talking about bringing everything under one house. Well, you know, Baker's out on the east side a lot and all over the place. They're in, they're in Auburn Hills. Like anywhere, consolidation. So they probably will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last piece before uh, I move on, are we overbuilding our hotels in the suburbs? Had that talk this morning also. But you had a lot of talking this morning. Well, I was with a real estate genius. Okay. Um, and uh, people would laugh if I said genius in that name, but he, he's a smart man. Um, well, I bring it up so everybody understands what so we're talking about So let me tell here. you about hotels. They're going up like mushrooms lately. Well, and some of them, here's what happens. When things get in a boom and the banks are, are, are financing these things, you're going to build as many as you can. The developers will get the money out, make they can, and they'll give them back to the bank. Twelve months from now, ask me, we'll be able to buy hotels cheap. Okay. So uh, hotels will be done cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, senior housing is going up at a rapid rate. Mm-hmm. Slowly we are putting together neighborhoods a touch at a time, mm-hmm. uh, defined little areas. Um, I guess my biggest question will be, will I be able to get coffee by 2 o'clock today? I will make sure you do. I need coffee. I will make sure. I do. need coffee. We'll make sure. If you got to, if you want to feed Peter Perlman, send us a line at info and new radio. <laughs> We're taking donations for the 2 o'clock coffee. We're going to take a little break right now. We'll be back in about, let's say, uh, two minutes. Welcome back to Who's Got Chutzpah. I'm your host, Rabbi Tzvi Jacobson. And are you ready? Uh, Andy, what holiday is this associated with? Oh, boy. Uh, uh... Sukkot? I'm sorry, that's not the answer we were looking for. Whitney, for the win. Can you tell us which holiday is this? I'm- I know. Shavuot. No, I'm sorry. I've got the answer. Ta-da! What? My show, Let's Talk Torah, where we talk Torah, holidays, faith, and all the things that help us live our life. That's Let's Talk Torah, Thursdays at 3 p.m. on NewRadioMedia.com. That's pretty good. Yep, what's up? This is your boy, Walter Jones, also known as Zach, the original Black Ranger, and you are geeking out with Geek Taming Weekly at New Radio Media. It's more the time. A new release long-term study concludes that women who work the night shift are at greater risk of developing breast cancer. The report appears in the journal Occupational Environmental Medicine and shows that working more than two night shifts a week can raise the risk of breast cancer by as much as 40%. Even more troubling was the finding that women who worked at least three night shifts a week for a minimum of six years had a 50% increase in their cancer risk. The study also found that the risk was almost four times higher in women who considered themselves to be morning people. One possible reason for the increased risk is the interruption of the normal human circadian rhythm which is your body's internal clock. Disrupting normal sleep patterns over a period of years compromises the production of melatonin, which is a hormone that's been shown to suppress cancer growth. Early risers who did not work any night shifts were found to have the lowest risk of developing breast cancer. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And it's coffee time, yes, ladies and gentlemen. You've been waiting for this. So yes, we're going to count them down, Paul. Okay. The top 12 largest coffee chains in the world. Now, you've traveled the world. Starbucks? No, 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 no. We'll start with number 12. We're going to work our way down, okay? 
So starting with number 12. And, I, I and will Betsy's. Get, I will give you a hint because yep. this one will be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Owning nothing less than 400 coffee chains only in Australia. Down this is, under this is where this coffee Go is ahead. coming from. Is Gloria Jeans. And I knew it was Gloria. How Gloria do Gloria Jeans. So she's, she's our number 12. Okay. 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 Number 11 used to be here in Michigan and moved out. Caribou. You got it. Number 10 is in Michigan. And um, they're at the airport. We used to see them at Laurel Park. We had them at other uh, places. You would also know them. Um, hmm, how am I going to help you out here? Founded in 1976 by Joanne and Julia Shaw. Will that help you? Nope. Nope. Not, you don't drink coffee? You won't I'm not know. a coffee person. Okay. The coffee beanery. Okay. All right. Number nine. You do walk into this place. Okay. You do Panera. buy stuff from there. Panera. No, no, no. Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Okay. Number nine, Dunkin'. Big picture. Big picture. Number eight has a lady on its cup. Go for it. She said it. What'd she say? Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks. Very good. Number what is what? What number are they? Number eight. They're number eight? Number eight. Wow. Number seven. I can buy it for a buck. McDonald's. Yes. Number six. Obviously, name is on the list. Um, you will find me in the United Kingdom. You will find me in Europe. Who am I? Who is it? Costa. Okay. Good, Paul. Number five. Also, you will find me everywhere but not around here too much. Um, it was their competition... Uh, they were uh, once a big rival with their competition, Starbucks. Who is it? Tully's. Tully's Coffee. I'm, these are bigger than Starbucks? Yeah. I, I don't believe that. It was first founded is in Seattle. Is this or is this ranking? This sounds wrong. What Will do you someone mean? do some research? No, no. I, what's, the, what's the title say? The title says, coffee is something that helps us deal with our weekdays. Okay, so what? Amen. Okay, go ahead. Let us shift focus from coffee to coffee chains. As much as we love coffee, we also love the coffee chains that taste so brilliant. So is this best tasting or the largest? You said largest. The largest coffee chain. I don't think that's what it is. Largest coffee. Let me see the article. These are not the largest chains. Yes, let's go on. Number four. Google largest largest coffee coffee chain. What's it say? Pete's Tea and Coffee. No, Pete's Coffee and Tea. Okay. You ready? Let's go to the next one. Number three, you will find me in 90 countries. Lavazza Coffee. All right. Lavazza Coffee chain. Go ahead. Number two, Brulee's. Of course, you want to know where Brulee's yeah, is. Yeah, Brulee's. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay Brulee's. Yeah. And Brulee's, of course, uh, one of the oldest coffee houses in the history of coffee chains uh, was around back then. Very okay. well known. Okay. Yeah. And number one. Yep. What is number one? Number one coffee chain. As you read the phone and look at it. Tim Hortons. Thank you. Look at it. Look at it. As he looks at it. I'm, hmm. I'm flabbergasted. Tim Hortons, ladies and gentlemen. Why does it say? Useless information once me. again that you wanted. No, no, no. I can't believe Starbucks is so low. What do you mean so low? Because in Europe you don't see a lot of Starbucks like you do here. Yeah, but it's you go like, there and you'll see the other coffee shops all I'm over the place. Flabbergasted. No, 
And your reason, there are so many more of the other kind of coffee shops. First of all, we give yeah. them 16-ounce cups here. There they give you the little two-ounce specials. Wow, all you know, so. Yeah, how about that? Can you send me that list? It's right here. Pass that over to them. Give me that list. Give I gotta that know list. it. I'm, gotta I'm involved that. in the coffee business. Hey, yeah, right. I'm involved in the coffee business. Myron, the coffee maker here. No, 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 no. There is a system. I want to tell you something. And and Starbucks we'll made a big deal with that Nescafe. There, no, there is a um, California passed Proposition 65 in January. You know what that is? About how I got to label the caffeine. You got to label that caffeine in coffee is a carcinogen. Correct. There's a company that I'm involved with now that has a process to get rid of that carcinogen. Mm-hmm. So I am indirectly involved with the coffee industry with that product. All right. So now that you've given me all this stress because you didn't believe me. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I'm Name me the top stressful jobs one can have in 2019. Um, and I will give you a little hint here. The most stressful jobs of 19 are defined by their high stakes, life and death, public accountability, financial cost of the need for a quick decision making purpose so oh, policeman policeman um i'll give you that i'll give you that okay you get that okay keep going come on teaching teaching i'll give you that one too those are my last two okay keep going like I'm on Family Feud. Um, Top five answers. Well, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You got the bottom two. I got six to go here on the Great Talking Biz Family Feud show. Stress job? Stress job based on life and death, public accountability, financial costs. Air traffic controller is one of them. No. I thought that was one of the top jobs. No, no, no. Dentists used to have the highest suicide rate. Drill down. You said dentist. No dentist. I said drill down. Go ahead. Uh, no, oil, no, no, no. I won't rig, give you dentist, oil, oil but I'll stay in the medical field. Pick me, a, <coughs> pick me an area in the medical Surgeons. field. Surgeons. Thank you. Number okay. one. Number one. Okay. okay, next one. The next one is going to crack you up. Comedian? Being no, a comedian no, no, stuff. No, no, no. You uh, gave me police officer. You gave fireman. me teacher. Fireman is good. All right, you got fireman. Good. Um, there are some very key places you've missed. I mean, very stressful jobs. For our people in uniform. Oh, the military. Thank you. I mean, I got to work with you a little bit here. Okay, keep going. Yeah. One of them will surprise us to no end, and we're in the industry. The media business. A reporter. What's so stressful about a reporter? Whether it's a newscaster who has to be on point for the camera or a writer facing a deadline. The fast pace need ultimately accuracy. Uh, I'm sorry. If you're if you're they stressed are, by being a reporter, they get a are life. lined up um, to unfortunately be very stressful I jobs. I don't think it's stressful. You're gonna die on the last one then. Go you ahead. ready for the last one? Yeah, it's a it's politician or political aide. Well, you gotta remember your freaking lies. Oops. If you're in the political business in 19 at the federal or state, the spotlight can be hectic, and the choices you make can have severe consequences for the public. Ego-driven in most cases. So, again, information that you just stood... That I couldn't live without. You could not better than li- the Funkin' Wagnall Dictionary. You were waiting to hear from me on this one. Things I, you had to know but never you, wanted to know. Well, totally, you know, and it's like, it's like so crazy because so much stuff is out there. Just so much stuff. So, so much stuff. (laughs) I'm ready to go back to R. Kelly. (laughs) 
By the way, Angel's in the studio right now. We hey, gave Angel, Tony a break. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, how Angel, doing? how was the route today? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good as it's going to get. You got beautiful weather. Yeah. Nah. I mean, hopefully it sticks. The weather sticks or the... Not the snow. Not the snow. Yeah, not the snow. Okay, I mean... The warm weather that's coming, I hope it sticks. All right. Okay, so Paul, what do you got there? Uh, or, or shall I go to my goodies here? And I want to talk about one well, more thing. We're, we're talking about the, stress. Okay, I want to do the uh, because I want to talk about. You one. know the top R. Kelly songs? I don't even. I didn't even know who R. Kelly was till this whole thing blew up. I believe I can fly. That's what he told right. the girls yep. too, right? Yep. Ignition. Okay. Angel, you know some of R. Kelly songs? Um, bump and grind. Okay. Age ain't nothing but a number. Okay. Mm. What do we got there? Oh, they're singing on the, they're singing on the other side of the I glass. <laughs> I, unbelievable. I believe I can fly. He believes he can go to jail. Um, <laughs> trapped in the closet. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Trapped in the closet. With one two of my girls? favorites. Yeah. No, three. Three girls. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't find the key. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just happy people by him. Yep. Step and step in the name of love. Not stop in the name of bump mm. and grind. Okay. I believe I can fly. That was the big one. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety eight. Yep. So what's I his real name? I can be. They played that at my graduation. I yeah, it's it's a great song. What's his real name? Anybody know his real name? A really good song. Robert Kelly. Robert Kelly. Yep. Look at yep. That. yep. Robert, Robert Kelly. Kelly. All, right. All right. Well, he's got a place good. reserved right next to Bill Cosby. There you go. Okay. All right. So in the meantime, uh, has anyone checked on Bill? No. I'm a little scared. Wait, hey, hey, anybody checked up on Bill Cosby? How's he doing in prison? <laughs> uh, you know, we forget the guy. Oh, the guy, Dr. Hospitable, hospital, hospital. What's the name? Huxtable. Huxtable. I just came up with, the, I'm worried about Bill now. Yeah, I haven't heard you know, much about we, him. We Paul, drop him like a bad Paul, habit. It's all about R. Kelly. When, when you get time off the air. I Call Bill Cosby? Give him a buzz on the payphone. On the payphone. Hey, hey, if you know anything that's going on with Bill Cosby, send us a line at info at newradiomedia.com. Has anyone heard from Bill lately? Okay. We're going to have to write him a letter since we can't call him. Baby, right. she wrote, but he can't read it. It's got to be in Braille. Not true. Baby, he gave me a letter. Give me a ticket on a fast train. Plane. 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 Yeah. Thank don't you. have time to take a fast train. Okay. So the no fast train with the uh, few moments, Paul. My baby. I, wrote me a letter. In the next couple of minutes Two are people minutes. building up um emergency savings so they can offset that when when do americans ever think like that well i'm kind of wondering because as you were sharing earlier that um this bubble is going to pop it's yeah. already beginning to pop so if it's beginning to pop and it's happening in the automotive industry pop we're watching the, the number of jobs that just took place and yet michigan's very excited about the new chrysler announcement so the that'll G bring plant, in, that's a nice piece that's a nice piece yep. but the average person um my concern is really emergency savings so that if something does happen where are they going to be at and what is the definition of an emergency savings how much what should they look at well, you know, most people say four months of savings. Some people say more than that. The problem with our society, same thing with the government spending, the U.S. government's broke. We can borrow all we want, right? The debt's over, what, $21, $22 trillion? Yeah, but what about the family household? Tough spot. 
that's where we're that's where we're inching to right now, Peter. We're inching to the point where they can't handle the basics. You know, we don't worry about gas going up ten cents again. A lot of people do. And between gas and rents going up and credit card bills going up, people are getting squeezed. Well, I'm very concerned about it because uh, we're hearing more and more about the debt rising uh, at the home base now, not governments or state agencies, yep. but our neighbors and even in families that we know. And um, did everybody live, you know, after 2008, they thought, boy, heydays are coming back. and Short-term memory. Yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about this and how do, how does one look at building back and and how do they do it a few dollars at a time to kind of replenish what they've lost? Well, let's do that on the other side of this break. We'll see you guys in about, uh, let's say, two minutes. At times we see a guy running down to first base and it's, it turns into a hobble. Get yeah. umped. I mean, that's the... <laughs> get umped. <laughs> I can't be the same guy. Can't be the same guy. BG song, Staying Alive, just might help someone you know stay alive. It's one of those beats you just can't get out of your head once it's there. And it turns out the disco song has 103 beats per minute, which happens to be the perfect number to maintain the rhythm for performing CPR. A study out of Illinois found that doctors and medical students who listened to the song while they were practicing CPR not only performed flawlessly, but they also remembered the technique five weeks later. The keys to CPR are performing the technique aggressively, that is pushing hard enough and pushing on the chest fast enough to force the blood to where it needs to go. So when it comes to proper technique, it turns out that compressing the chest to the beat of staying alive really can help the victim stay alive. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. I'll tell you what happened. Good day, Morty. I got the Central sauce. We're at C2E2 with the legendary Chris Claremont. Greetings, my fellow geeks. My name is Jordan Trevilian, and this is Get It to the Geeks. We are here with David Yost, the original Blue Power Ranger. Nobody right. promised you when you bought the thing on PS4 that you could play it on Switch. But your, your excuse is garbage. I'm going to pull out my crossbow. All right, sweet chainmail armor. Let's see what you got. So, Paul, you know, we're talking about consumer debt. We're talking about how do you build back up a little bit of security. Um, You know, with over 430 million credit cards out there, number one, consumer debt uh, hitting over $4 trillion today. And um, the whole concern about more subprime borrowers have credit cards than ever, there's going to be a crash. I predicted this. I know it. And I think we need to come back and discuss a little bit, though, about how do we share with somebody today to prepare to whatever they can. I only make $250 a week or whatever. I've got to put something away. Can't do it. Then how do I get myself out of debt? Get another job, improve yourself, change the position you're in. You need to change if you're in that situation, the reason you're in this situation because you're doing the same thing. You know the definition of insanity, right? Repeating the same, same thing, thing over and over. Expecting different right. results. That's what people got to change. And so 
first of all, you just like anyone with an addiction or anything else, you got to realize you're doing something wrong. And financials no different than drinking. Uh, I spend too much. I don't save enough. Uh, that's a big thing. What are the big selling thing? What would you say put people into debt, especially the millennials? We're hearing more about millennials hitting debt line. Yeah. What do you think the four major causes of it? Well, first of all, triggers. It's, it's, it's overspending. It's buying things on credit. Um, you know, years ago when I was in the furniture industry, there was a gap where the furniture industry got really, really quiet. Well, they started pitching this three years, no payments, four years, no payments. And if a consumer bought a living room group on payments, they took themselves out of the market because they're already making payments on a sofa. And so it hurt the consumers, hurt the, the furniture stores because they bought business, future business, and they did it now. But that consumer was worried about the payment. They want it now. We have a situation that we want instant gratification. Not that we save up for something. We buy it and we worry about it. Um, one of the biggest guilt factors is if you go to a shopping center in a mall and you see four or five jewelry stores, you know what percentage of sales are made on payments? Probably about 80. Probably, yeah, 60 to 70%, yep. And those people make payments and payments. And so when you're stuck in this payment, I would say, uh, hamster wheel, you can't get out of it. Well, you know, creditcard.com was saying that some of the debt for millennials, for example, was, let's say, unexpected expenses, the car repair, the medical bills, um, repairability on their residence where they live. So those were the unexpected that they didn't, you know, the non-planned, mm -hmm. and they never reserved for it. Yep. So is is that going to then hurt the next step, which is gathering personal property or real property, i.e. the house? Well, you know, are, are we going to continue to be renters, so no. we don't run into those expense, you know, certain expense lines? I don't have to worry about. So I'm around a lot of mortgage people, and in the world of lending, they're back into the same old games again. No money down, stated income, the regulations that were tightened up. There's all kinds of gimmicks because the industry has changed in the last six months, uh, both on the mortgage side, both on the real estate side. It's not as strong as it was. So we're already seeing the bubble there, a little movement there. But um, people get back, and they'll have another housing crisis down the road if things continue. So yeah. we're going to have a housing crisis per your projection, okay? And, and, and it's not just yours. If, we're, if, hearing, if we're, hearing, we're hearing yeah. the rumblings. Defaults, yeah. Yeah, we're hearing the defaults yep. already. Yep. Um, we're watching businesses going that route. Yep. Um, so how does one get a better financial foothold? For the future, and, and I know, and I and I know you're saying, all right, you've got job A, go get job B. Well, it also but the change body, your habits. Change so your how, habits. How do you, it, but it's great to say, you know, it's great to say. You stop at Starbucks on the way to work every day. You get a frikumuka makalaka, right? Frikumuka makalaka is six bucks. Okay, you yeah. can do that five days a week. There's thirty dollars. There's a hundred and twenty dollars a week. Stop the freaking frikumuka makalaka. Okay. 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 Hundred and twenty dollars. A month, right? Okay. How much is that a year? Well, you got 120 okay. right there. Yep. There's 1300 $1,400, dollars right there. These are habit-changing things. So why aren't we seeing more people eat at home? Because, well, that's another question. Um, laziness, time, uh, mostly time. We live in a fast-paced society. And, and younger people are spending more on food and, and experiences. 
they're, they're spending more on it. So you, you're not going to change the habits of people because it's fed both ways by credit card companies that send you a new offer in the mail. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I could get another $500 card. Why not? And you charge it up in 30 days because I'm going to go buy something I don't need or something I need that I didn't have money for. Right. And so now you have now six credit cards all maxed out. Mm-hmm. Interest rates go up a little bit, and those are all adjustable rates. So now they go up. Your payments on the six cards go up $50 a month. You're already tight. Bingo, you're busted. One thing can do it. Well, it's just that we're pushing out. I know that every day I open up the mail and I get these damn credit card offers. Yep. And you can't even sign off on it to say don't send them. Nope. Nope. And that brings me to the second point. As long as that kind of stuff floats in the mail, What's the biggest horror that happens from there? Well, you know it. Identity theft. Thank you. You know, you get, Thank you. you get then the, I get the where, next compounded issue. You know, you get that stuff. We live in a world, um, it's a pro and, and minus. Uh, once again, I said I had a meeting this morning yes. with a gentleman mm-hmm. who doesn't have a cell phone. And then you started looking. I said, you know what? You don't be, you're, you're nobody in the world of digital, you don't have a measurable footprint. And he smiles and says, I like it that way. Well, it's like the, for years, you know, if you didn't, we used to pay cash. We didn't write a check. Yep. And they said, if you don't write a check or get a credit card, you don't have a line of credit. Well, yeah. And that blows it up when you went to buy, like a vehicle or later on a residence, because you paid cash for everything. How about banks charging you to deposit money? Yeah, don't you love that one? I, I, if you, 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 I get a statement from Fifth Third Bank a few well, years we ago, and there was a $7... Because I deposited a dollar too much over the amount I'm allowed to deposit. Right. Or somebody deposits like you're allowed six a month or whatever the case yeah. may be. And I they said, don't want your money. It's like crazy. Okay. And it, what's on the screen? What are you looking at? See, it's so beautiful to do I'm, this. I'm watching the lily putt. The what? This contraption screen is called the lily putt. Yeah. So you're looking at the clock? I'm just I'm looking at the, the clock. Word, I'm enjoying the word lily putt. When you were in school, did the, ta- did the teacher say to you, Paul, time will pass, will you? We all pass eventually. I was called busy schedule. See, I, can't I was called. I was called busy schedule Benzman back. Oh in yeah, the, well, what was busy Benzman doing? Benzman's mom would pick him up from junior high and drive uh, me to Northland to sell shoes and sneakers and cleats at fifteen. There you go. I would go over there. I'd do my shoe sales deal, sell a lot of tube socks. You got bonus down on tube socks. I always said, hey, how many socks do you want with this pair of shoes? And, well, it's like selling most, records and, and putting customer, the needles down. Yeah. Most of the customers say, yeah, I only need a half dozen. Pick the colors, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, I got $15, $20 worth of sock sales. I got bonuses on sock sales. That's great, Paul. Yep. So where was your favorite place to eat at Northland? Was it Brothers? Was it the Big Boy? You know, it's funny you say that. Which Coney Island did you like, the downstairs or the upstairs? The downstairs. Coney? Okay. Near the mailbox, near the mail post office. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Northland. Got to love it. Then. Yep. You know, Brothers, with the Chikinsky Brothers, uh, Running the restaurant there, Al. He was a member of my lodge. Yep. Way back when, yeah. Back in the day, Northland Mall. Yeah, so, 1975, I sold shoes. So what's going to happen to Northland Mall since nothing? Well, uh, it's already nothing. ready to tear it down. They're, well, we've been watching them tear it down. No, it's interesting what's going, going on. They're going down little by little. You're going to get uh, Providence taking a chunk. It's going to be a, a long time developing, but eventually it will be redeveloped. Office space in Southfield is being is being. Yeah, uh, but you go across the street, you know, the old AT&T building, Ameritech building, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. an ugly-looking piece of vacant land. Well, take it down. Not, 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 not a very popular piece. They're not going to build. There's a couple of pieces over there. There's a are. lot of vacancies on Mile Road where nothing will be built there. It's just it's cost of building, and 
the same cost of buildings there or in a better location, you're going to go to a better location. Hmm. Okay. So um, what do you think about CVS uh, cutting uh, back healthcare? on? Well, cutting back on the uh, health services. I mean, you know, the notion with yeah, merchandise yeah. and putting in uh, health services. Predicted a long time ago. Uh, you know, if you look at health care, and let's say our health insurance rates, your policy costs you $500 a month, and your deductible is $7,200 a month now. People will go in for cash services. That's why you see all these emergency clinics, 24-hour clinics, because people are fearful of the unknown. And if you go into a place and it's a posted, a shot's $15, this is this, this, you're going to see more cash for services, and that's what CVS is banking on. And what about, very successful. do you think Walgreens and... They're uh, all following. They're all following? They're them? all following because mm-hmm. they're on prime corners. Uh, they don't make much on the diapers, but if they can give you a shot and make 10 bucks, they're going to give you a shot. What was the biggest lo- item that they lost in retail in the... Cigarettes. Yep. 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 They lost cigarettes. And and you know what? The pharmacy is very interesting. And and it's it, it was, everything's evolving. You know, everything's evolving. The drugstore will be your, your medical center. I mean, when I grew up working in a drugstore mm-hmm. at uh, Snowden and Seven Mile Road, Robin oh, you, Hood Drugs. Did you make milkshakes? Made milkshakes. We had the counter, the whole routine. Yeah, okay. But you know what? We what also had that you don't. You that like? you... I never asked you that. I've known you all these years. Chocolate milkshake, but with chocolate ice cream. Yeah, because it makes it deeper. I want that richness. So it's funny. Someone told me that they made something. When they buy a shake at McDonald's, they ask for something first. Because if you get a chocolate shake, and sometimes they had a strawberry shake before, the strawberry flavor is still in the line. The it's still in the line. So they told me the game of how to do that. I can't remember. Does anyone remember how to get rid of that? Well, you got to run a little. You got to have a runoff. You got to make sure the truck car in front of you orders a chocolate shake. <laughs> I don't know. I always walk in. I don't like drive-throughs. I'm not a drive-through kind of guy. Really? Nope. Okay. I like to walk in, but at our drugstore, and this is why I bring it up. We also, besides the cigarette con- cigarettes, which were very big behind the counter, mm-hmm. was our beer and alcohol. Yep. And you don't get that today. Today it's beer and wine at a, at a drugstore today. But the alcohol was a very, very big item. Well, it's gone to gas stations now. It's, it's amazing. It's at the gas station so you can get you fight drunk driving. I'm going to fill up my tank and fill up me with vodka. Makes a lot of sense. Well, it's clear. Flu- they told you to drink clear fluids. That's right. So, colonoscopy time. You know? Clear, yeah. Clear fluid. Water. So, we got a Saturday in Motor City. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, you're good at it, and you're going to come up with the events that are happening around the Motor City. But instead of us just coming up with the events, why don't you go visit some of the events? Let's let's get out there and, and, and do these events. Well, the weather's breaking. It is. So, uh, Tony will grab the camera. Okay. And uh, we'll grab the microphone, and we'll, we'll start doing field days. Field days. Field in days. Detroit. Field days go. in Detroit. Today. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, in the minutes that we have, the Detroit Riverfront is blossoming, and mm-hmm. once the spring hits, projects at the park will help, of course, bring a vision closer to reality and bringing people back down using the Millican Walkway, yep. uh, Belle Isle. All of those things are expanding to no end and of course the Atwater Beach uh, they did their rendering uh, just recently in the Detroit Free Press beautiful how it's going to look all the way down to the Strobe property a lot of activity will we really see though the turnouts that they are projecting and we're going to talk about that a little bit but uh, 
It's time to think back about the old days in Detroit. Gotta think. Think. Gotta think. Think. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. want to see things like this? You just said you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. That's the horror movie. Bury <laughs> yeah. the phone in the fat cemetery. It's got a cord. <laughs> I'm Ben Rose for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians and a playlist curated by me just for you. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Greg Russell Movie Show. When I have a couple cocktails, everything's funnier. <laughs> I still just love that line. Producer, director, how did this whole thing come about for you? We're back here for the final quarter of the two-hour special event. Put a little more spirit biz. into it. I mean, come on, well, spring is coming around the corner. Early early this morning, you're like, you're, you are like so late. I need back some today. caffeine. I need more caffeine, not coffee. I need some. You don't drink co- coffee. Tea. You don't even drink tea, tea do you? I eat tea. Ice what tea. do you drink? What do you drink in the morning? Ice tea. Ice, ice tea? tea every morning. Ice tea. Every morning. Not ice cube. Ice tea. Yep. Different person. <laughs> different actor. Ice cube. Ice tea. So let's talk about events. You know, I went to the Shrine Circus with Glenn a few weeks ago. Yes, you did. And it's one of the best values for entertainment. Who was the bigger clown? Um, you know, I don't know if it was Glenn. Glenn had to get the elephant ears and eat and all that stuff, and he did pretty well. Um, and and. Uh, he had to make sure he took a picture with every clown. He's got the clown catalog on his phone. I bet he does. But if I you look at does. the entertainment, you know, things are expensive for families. All right, so let's take a look at how do we break it down. Okay. Where would you like to go first? Let's talk about two steps. I want to go to the zoo. Thank you. So zoo is one place. Yep. How about Greenfield Village? Great Where, place. I mean, I love going there. Great place. I can spend the yep. whole day there. Yep. Okay, that's another yep. one. Yep. How about going to a metro park? Metro Parks are good. Okay. Okay. How about going to uh, the Millican State Park, which is the walkway along the Detroit River to Belle Isle? Beautiful. Okay. Nice all right. I rent a bike and go all the way up the DeQuinder Cut. All right. So the, the Greenway Belt. Yep. The Greenway Belt. And there's going to be a new one coming. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So those are some of the aspects. Now let's talk yep. about some of the ones that people don't even really talk about. Rouge Park. Yep. Okay. Have you been there lately? Been a long time. Okay. How about walking um, through neighborhoods and looking at the history of a neighborhood? 
Go for it. Well, I'm I'm asking like there's a you know if you take the Boston Boulevard, uh, Boston Chicago Edison area and do a walk through that area there, or you take a walk around Wayne State University's campus and really good. see what yep. goes on in that area, yep. or you go over to um, Charlevoix and uh, De Quind- and Van Dyke area and go through. Uh, the villages over there, you got okay. East Village and then Indian Village, and you go through that area. Okay. Just take walking, which costs no money. Yep. Oh, it does. Because when you wear well, here on your shoe. Well, okay. uh, and if hoping walk, that there's okay. a yep. ice cream Calories shop for the kids, so you can okay. take them to the ice cream okay, shop or something like that. Yeah, expensive. Uh, Let's speak about ice cream for a second. I normally don't pick on merchants. Oh. Okay. Oh. When's the last time you were at Baskin Robbins? 31 flavors. Well, you get them in the donut shop, but I get a donut. I don't get ice cream. So there's a Baskin Robbins in West Bloomfield. Yeah, there's a big one at uh And there's uh, one in Kigo. Silver Lake. So Kigo Harbor. Harbor. So I'm going to compare those two. All right, go right ahead. So once in a while on a Sunday or night, I like to have a scoop of ice cream and maybe a small Sunday in a cup. Yeah. Well, you either get a scoop of ice cream or you get a small, small make Sunday. Make up your mind. Small Sunday. Okay. And you go to the one in West Bloomfield. And how much do you think they charge for a one scoop Sunday, which they give you the smallest scoop in the world in the smallest cup? Probably four seventy five. Yeah, almost five bucks. I went to Kigo and had the same thing. Three sixty nine and twice the size. Now, you want great ice cream? Wait a second. What? No, so wait a second. All right. So we'll get hosed in one, we'll go to the other one. If you want a big scoop, go to Guernsey's. What you ready? Yep. You want great ice cream? Go to Benstein and Glen Gary. Okay. The Dairy Twist. Okay. And I got to tell you, you want to talk about a big scoop, scoops, or their definition of a medium cone, soft cone, yeah. which is like this yep. for $3, yep. can't beat it. And talk yep. about packed. Every night, I don't care how cold it is. They're I, lined I up. I felt like I got We drive out gun. there. We will drive yep. out there, and we bump into people from do our say, air- Do you say, I'm sorry? Well, we say, you know. When you bump into people, do you say you're sorry? Always. Okay. It's great to see you also. I want to make sure you are. Do you notice how he is like the professor today? The the eyewear. Notice how he plays with the eyewear. I'm sophisticated. I'm going to leave this to dead air because I'm I'm not not even going to comment. When people have glasses like this, you think they're like college educated. All right. Now, everybody knows you have an adult. You don't have little children. Okay. Okay. But where do you think would be great areas? We've, we've talked about a number of areas. Where would you take a seven, eight-year-old on a low-budget Saturday? I don't know how much those jumping places are, trampoline places. They're expensive. Are they? I don't know how yep. much they charge for those, 10 bucks a kid. Yeah, but I want to get you outdoors. I'll get you outdoors? I want you outdoors. Spring uh, is here. Summer's here. Where are you going to go? I would go to, um, 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 where would I take them? I'm trying to think of where I'd go. It's, it's expensive today to go anywhere, really. Well, that's why I said. Well, it's, it's tough. You know, you take them out for a walk, you go to a movie, you go to a matinee, but you want to be outdoors. You want to be outdoors. So, Corton Lake in Birmingham. There's another great spot. Yeah. Another Good great spot. spot. Okay. So, you know, the communities all have parks. Yep. Every one of them. And they all, a lot of them have now put trails in. Yep. And pick, so you can do picnics and you can do all these things, bringing the food instead of buying it at the, you know, at the fast food restaurant. Yep. Make it at home like we talked about from a budgetary standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
go to the parks, hike and walk, go to Kensington, do the nature trail, go to the, the farm at Kensington. That's all free to walk around and see everything happening. Right now, in the next month, if you go to Kensington, for example, you will see the birthing of a lot of the animals. I mean, it's, it's fantastic for the kids to learn. He's looking at me the again. The birthing of a lot of animals. Little animals. The little babies are coming. The birthing of animals. The birthing of Sounds animals. Sounds like something for our science channel. Well, you know. Birthing of animals. I got to tell you. I saw they, that at the state fair once. Yeah. yeah I tell you, you know. We got a cow born every but 10 you know, minutes here. Going to the state fair is expensive. But the idea of going to a metro park all over the community, and they're, they're everywhere, um, is great. Even... You know, very shortly, the crafts and the art shows are going to pop up. They're all free. Yeah, but kids don't like crafts and art fairs. Well, they do for the kids. There are many art crafts shows where the kids are hands-on. They have all these areas for the kids to do hands-on stuff. And that's what you got to got. You got to look at that. And, and you make a few phone calls or you look them up. And, and you get out and you go and you do. Get them out of the house. Enjoy what you're doing. And also... The libraries, like we talked about, and even some of the bookstores, the independents, are doing readings for kids on Saturdays. So, so me, there's a number of things that I can go it. on. No, you don't. Let me ask but you, I'm going to work on you a little bit more. Let me ask you a question. Professor. Let me ask you a question. Professor. We talked about the movie business and how it's changing. collapsing. Changing. changing. Okay? It's not collapsing. It's right. changing. When's the last time you paid for a movie? Well, I don't go to movies. But wait a minute. Right, no, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. This, wait a minute. Wait. So, but he oh, no, me. no, 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 no. He argued me that no, play, no, he, no. a great Time supporter out. of the movies. I am a great supporter. Yeah, Listen, yeah. my son will go to the movies. Okay. But you can remember for the last three years, I traveled 30 weeks a year. No excuses. I don't go to the movies. You go places you haven't been to movie theater. You don't go to theater. So my case wins. Okay? Streaming in the house is where Excuse it's going to go. I'm working to make a living to support my families. Don't give me this. Here's the bot. Your families. How many? How many families? My families. Well, <laughs> look at you. Does Carrie know about those other families? My families. Are you still screwing around with Minnie Mouse? Right, here we go yeah. again. Here we go. He goes to Orlando a lot. And he goes to see Goofy. And and you know he goes to see Goofy. He goes to see Minnie. And and you know Carrie and I have talked about this. Oh, here we go. And and I think you do Minnie. But anyways, we don't got a lot of time left today. And and we're looking at this. And we talked about a lot of things today. We talked about the economy, where we consumers are going, the problems with what's going to happen down the road. We looked at other things. Let's let's talk about some exciting stuff. Tony, what are you doing today after this? Uh, oh, I know what you're doing right after. I'm doing yeah. some sales. Sales I'm training. Be learning okay. some sales, sales training. Sales training. You're doing oh, great. that. So, and then uh, what's Kelsey? Kelsey, what are you doing today after uh, after work? Well, I can't oh. hear you. Hold on a second. She has a very long day. I can't hear you. Long day. Tony can't get her off. I got some small buttons here. Okay, no problem. There we go. Kelsey, what are you doing today? I have a long day today. I have running around to do and stores to go exchange and return stuff at, and I'm going to the movies tonight. What movie? What do you want to see? I'm going to see Captain Marvel. Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Captain Marvel tonight for you. Okay. And, and okay. And what's our friend right next to you sitting there? Come on now. I'll be spending the day with my kids today. I'll be taking them to the virtual reality center later on today. Where's, where's the virtual that? reality center? Yeah, where's um, that at? In Rochester Hills. Rochester Hills. Yeah, there's a, um, a facility where they do virtual reality there and whatnot. Okay. Now, is that a fee base to go in or is that free? No, you have to pay. You definitely have to pay to get in. Okay. But I have a coupon from Groupon. So coupon from hey, Groupon. Groupon. Well, you have fun over there. That's great. Doing that stuff. That's great. So we got there. We got, okay, all right, we got there. So, so what are you going to do today? 
I'm teaching a training class. I see, and I get to go take a test. Sales class, and then I do that. Then the afternoon, I'm going to take the rest of the afternoon off. I'm going to relax. It's going to be a beautiful day. I'm going to be out and about. Well, get a car wash. My car's filthy. I, I got it washed yesterday. Yeah, they were filthy. mobbed. They were mobbed. It's just crazy. It's it's. I think it's great. The one big thing that needs to be washed are those floor mats. Salt, yeah, salt, salt, yeah, salt. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. But anyways. You know, yes. it, we're winding down here. Um, if you'd like anything to do with uh, NRM. What would you like to do with NRM? Well, if you have an idea, you'd like to do a show. I have an idea. You'd like some video production. You want some digital marketing. Send us a line at info at newradiomedia.com. You'll see what's going on with us. Well, that's great. You know, I noticed in one of our spots, uh, Baseball Mainly. Mm-hmm. The great thing about Baseball Mainly is it'll be Baseball Reality in another month. The Tigers are going to be back Tigers here April 4th. You know, that's the number one baseball show on our network. I know it. And what a crew these three guys are. They are. They are. They're, they're talking baseball, and, and it'll be an interesting year for the Tigers. Will they get lucky with the cheap payroll? Well, you know one thing? Uh, they got young kids that really want to play, and they surprise you. They really do. And if you go back to the days of uh, Tramlin and Whitaker, you know, when they first played for the Tigers, they were kids. Oh. And boy, did they put a tandem together short and second that that nobody ever touched. Yep. So, the kids make the game exciting, and and I and I just think it's great. It's like when when Ethan was at Bowling Green, and we would be down there on the Saturday and Sundays watching these college baseball games. They're great. I just like to see them get rid of the metal bats. That's all. So we got that baseball coming out, Tigers baseball. That's now that they can get. The you can get packages. They run the packages. They do run that. That's probably the only sport where you can actually take a family afford that's affordable. No, the Pistons run a program now, too. Yeah, but who It's wants? a family yeah, program. Well, they're actually doing well, the Pistons. So Pistons you know are what? doing great. Peter, that music tells us that Time our to two hours has flying by. Good luck for your test in Thank Ann Arbor you. today. Everyone else, enjoy. Tony, I can't wait to spend the next hour and a half with you. Should be. And we'll go from there. Anyways, we will see you next week. Same time, change, same channel, same bat channel. I and don't say. forget, spring ahead. Time. Ooh, losing my hour.